There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Jackson. 707 in St. Louis. You're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. We are in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome, friends, to the Munganass. St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Kennedy Strode. The Plowhawk is on the ones and twos in the Horton Watkins Studios, KG and O-Town. And on my right, if you're watching on our live stream on YouTube.com slash TMASTL, uh, you're probably already handling yourself because, look, it's Marshy Marsh in the Playful Posse. Andrew Marsh from the Fastlane. Hello, Marshy Marsh. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. No, yeah. it's an honor to have you in yeah. here. Uh, usually you're in here with your uh, compadre, Jackson, but mm. Jackson is on that vacation with uh, 12 of his buddies in a cabin in Sparta, is that Tennessee. this weekend? Yeah, that's where he is. Ah, Doug's, really? Doug's in the Mediterranean, Jackson's in Sparta, Tennessee in a cabin. Who do you think's having more fun right now? Well, Jackson loves to bottom, and I don't think that uh, Doug is getting that opportunity in the Mediterranean, so I think Jackson's having the better time. Mm. Just, I, like, I, just like Nolan Gorman's not getting the opportunity to hit against lefties. Wow. My God. Yeah. See, that's, fa- that's fast lane caliber sports casting there, Plowhawk. Yeah. That's not what we do in this studio. Yeah. What do you think of our studio, by the way? I, I think it looks great. It looks great. Really? Yeah. I've heard about this stuff. Looks great. <laughs> what do you think about? I noticed your pitch got higher there. Uh, yeah, behind the plow hawk. Uh-huh, that's some good tape right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we have uh, so many that we have items of news to get to on the program. Uh, first off, Iggy, one of the best gets I thought is, since we've been at Hubbard Radio. Jeremy Piven, you may know him as Ari Gold from Entourage. Do you watch Entourage? Or does that predate you? I mean, you were no, probably no. I, I, you know what? I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but I know like of it okay. and, and whatnot. I know Jeremy Piven. Yeah. So, so he was going to be in studio today. Iggy, uh, tell the people the uh, details and the and the chronology, if you would here. When you said that, I was trying to think. Of, we've had Tim Meadows in, right? Uh, Nikki Glazer. I th- I'm pretty sure there was one. Oh, we had. Um, uh, what's his name? He used to do Saturday Night Live updates. Was in Weeds. Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon was in. So we've had some pretty big names in. Uh, but he's a big one. And um, I got a text last night. Uh, first of all, I was texting back and forth saying uh, she, uh, Meredith, who does the Helium promotions. Helium Comedy Club. Said, uh, can you guys promote his shows? I said, it's already up on all of our social medias. She goes, great. Like a half hour, and I said, "Are we calling him, or should we? Is he calling us?" Well, he was coming in studio, but this is after she said, "Can you do it?" Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's why the chronology plowhawk yeah, is makes, so important. Maybe oh, yeah. I should have told the story yeah. with well, the benefit of hindsight. Well, she said he canceled his his flights got canceled to St. Louis. Can you do a phoner? And that's when I reached out to you, and you said, "Sure." So I said, "Are we calling him?" He I calling thought us? the flight cancellation thing was odd. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. He's coming in. If you're familiar, if you travel a decent Hi. enough, you know that that is not necessarily. He's coming in on Thursday. He's coming in yesterday it, it, to yeah. get here. I mean, he wouldn't come in Friday morning at six o'clock. I'm straight here, so I'm guessing he was coming in last night. Uh, but she just said it got canceled, so we wanted to do a phone. I said, That's, "You said it's okay," so I said, "Yeah, we'll do it." Are we calling him? He calling us? Didn't get back to me for like a half hour. And then finally, I just said, well, here's our number. If he's calling us, here's a number. If he's, you want us to call him, give me a number. 
And five minutes later, she goes, uh, he canceled the St. Louis shows. Boom. Just oh. like this. So the flight what? was canceled. And then a half hour later, Meredith gets back to you and says, he just flat out canceled. He's so canceled. he is not appearing at Helium this weekend? Uh, that's what she so. said. But I went to their website, and they're still selling tickets as of this morning. They have been promoting him, saying buy tickets. So you would think if he canceled, he would let them know so they could get it off their website. There might be people still buying tickets, and he's not coming. So I don't. I don't know. I didn't reach out to – I was hoping it wasn't just they're shading us. I was going to reach out to Riz and yeah, say I – mean, I, I saw Riz after I did the 101 show yesterday, and he was giving me a little uh, of his history with interviewing Jeremy Piven, which was certainly healthy uh, to, to know going in because he said one of the things that made Nealon so great when he was in was that he just did an interview. But sometimes, and it's one of the reasons why I love the tell that you use, if, if Riz has them in, you know it increases the probability that they're a good guest. What can be dangerous with a comedian is if the comedian comes in and just starts launching into their act. And then you're just sitting there, and now you're like kind of an audience held hostage, and you have to laugh because if, if you if don't. They, if the act is funny. Now, sometimes they don't want to do that. They just want to talk. Well, that's they what I'm saying. That's what Kevin Nealon just said. We'll talk about whatever, which yeah. is great. I was sick the day Tim Meadows was in, so I don't know what happened. He was on, pretty good. On that one. So that's why Riz was telling me. He goes, hey, just be aware that this is. And I go, man, I wanted to ask him about. I wanted to ask him about the Larry Sanders show more than Entourage. Um, in addition to the transition from acting to comedy. But that kind of gets into. Uh, I didn't realize he was me tooed. I just not locked in on it. So I knew that, was, and that's so, another. And he re- is adamant that 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 never happened. He did yeah. an interview this week with KTLA, I believe it was, and he was asked about it, and he kind of danced around it. But he said, "I just, you know, essentially, just it's not true." Um, now, just because he says it's not true doesn't mean it's true, but just because he was alleged doesn't mean it is true. We don't know. Either way, we were told stick to, yeah. you know his career and not that crap, which is fine. That's standard. I know some people might think that that's not standard. I assure you it's standard. So then he canceled the shows. That's what she told me. Yeah. But it's odd that it's still on the website. I mean, it was last night that he canceled. But still, you would think if he canceled, his manager or something would have <laughs> called Helium and said, we're not coming, we're canceling. And they would take it off the website, but it's still on the website. So I'm really going to be pissed if he walks in here at like 8.30 and goes into the wrist show. I would be surprised by that, but it would be great entertainment (laughs) if it happened. Sounds like Boots screwed the pooch again. Should have let Prod Joe set it up. That's from the 314. Uh, Guys, Piven saw it was HD2 and then decided he was out. Do you think that's what happened, Marsh? I know you're on HD1, so you probably kind of look down on this show too, just Mm, like everybody else. I don't know, man. I mean, I I woke up this morning and showed up, so, you know. Yeah, look, all I... Just to let listeners know, all I do was, you know, I have a contact at Helium, and I've worked with them before, and the ratio is a great contact with them. So when I first wanted to get our first guest, I think it might have been Tim Meadows, um, and I reached out to Riz. I said, we have a chance to get him, but she also said he's going on with you. Do you mind if we do him before you? And he goes, yeah, not at all. He goes, thanks for asking. Um, But, yeah, as long as he's out of your show by the time to get into ours. I said, yeah, I just didn't want to step on toes and get him before you did in our studio. So I always check with Riz. And um, so I have a contact, and she's been very good to me. And I saw he was coming about two weeks ago, and I said, any chance we can get Pivot in the studio? And she said, checking, hold on. And then she got back to me and goes, uh, uh, yeah, uh, he's going on Riz show at 8.55. What do you want to do? I said, 8.20. She goes, great. So that's all I did. I don't... It's not like I know Jeremy and I call him, hey, buddy, you want to come in? So I just go through a PR person. So. All right. I don't know if he, uh, well, I know he has an Instagram account because he was in, he was DMing on our Instagram account. <clears throat> and uh, and then Liv, make... who filled in yesterday, she sent me a DM showing that uh, he had DM'd her and not in a weird way, just to say, hey, thanks for promoting the show. Is uh, he listening? Um, I think the TMA social media. Yeah, we put it up it. there. I don't know. I'm not... Uh, not uh, active on that. Who does that? Was that you this week, KG and O-Town, with Jackson out? Has anybody heard KG and O-Town? Has anybody seen my nurse? You got his mic up? Nurse. Yeah, my bro. Nurse. Yeah, maybe nurse. He's, maybe he's in the bathroom. Come in, nurse. Has anybody seen my nurse? Nurse. He's taking the Jackson bathroom breaks. I don't know what's going on. I'm here. <laughs> are you, ha- you are handling our social media, right? Yeah, I've been doing it this week. Yeah. 
So you put the Piven stuff up, right? Yeah, he had asked me. He DM'd uh, a couple nights ago and asked us to promote. And I talked with Jesse just to make sure that was all good to go. And, yeah, I threw that post up there yesterday. But he was DMing our account. Yes. Which I thought was a little odd. I did, too. Okay, so you agree with that. How would he know? But I also know that maybe the person in the listening audience might not find that odd. I thought it was a little odd. Unless that Jer- it was his, he was doing it. I know you're going to say it might be a handler. Yeah, but, that's what I was going to say. But uh, I, I got the sense that it was him. I know most people at that level or who are at a level have people who handle it for them so they don't have to deal with it. But uh, I got the sense that it was him. So that was that struck me as a little strange. That's not the way that it usually works, just to give the audience context. Yeah. They don't. But I was looking forward to the interview. So was I. Don't I. Know, when Riz told me, Riz, like I said, he... He, we talked right after I got done with the 101 show, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. And I go, so how did you handle that when he did it? He goes, well, I just kind of redirected it back to, you know, an interview as opposed to being a captive audience of a guy doing his act. Yeah, I actually DM'd him this morning, and I said, sorry you're not joining us this morning. That's all I said. Nice. <laughs> Sometimes we have anecdotes on. I wasn't going to say what happened. Why did you cancel the shows? Or, oh, I did say I did say sorry. You're not going to be joining us this morning. I understand you canceled the shows. And huh. that, that was my question. I understand you canceled the shows. Not to say what happened. Just maybe he'll answer. He won't answer. I'm bummed out. Legitimately, Ari Gold is my favorite television character of all time. I was looking forward to this one. I was too, man. For real. Sometimes we'll have them, and I'll be like, ah, Iggy, can you handle this? You kind of want it more than I do. But on this one, I'm – but again, I was vi- envisioning somebody who was going to do an interview, and if we were going to be sitting there and he's doing his act, it would have been awkward, for lack of a better term, and then you're just kind of stuck. Yeah. And the audience knows it because they know the show, and it would have just been – but if it would have been an interview, it would have been great. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why comedians would do that when they do interviews. You're just giving away your material at the show. That you're going to do that night. I don't know why you would go into your act. I think for him, in his particular case, with the career situation, that might be it's it's a prevent defense, but it's used as an offense. In other words, he is the active party going into it. So then that way, the more time you drain, the the less you can open up to getting asked about 2018. Because in advance of the interview, I was I was researching and saw this, and then he just did this interview on KTLA within the last week. It was a podcast. You can listen to it uh, about the Me Too thing. And it was a bunch of allegations, including on the Entourage set. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's ever brought any suits against him or sued him. He's adamantly denied it. But then again, most of them do. So you don't know if it's true or not. But uh, she actually asked me, she says, could you please not talk about anything other than, you know, comedy and the shows? I said, no, we didn't plan on talking about that. Um, So maybe... She's reaching out for that and said, can you make sure they don't talk about this? Which is fine. And uh, But that's another reason, because I, I knew about the allegations. And there was that, uh, who was that comedian was in town, very well-known uh, black gentleman. Always wears his hat backwards on stage. God, I can't think of it. But he was in town, and I, he's funny as hell and well-known. And uh, I reached out to you and said, would you want him? And you said no. And then I asked Riz, are you guys bringing him in? He goes, no. So I knew that was a good choice because they won't go to anybody who's got allegations and some girls have sued because of me too. They want no part of it. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that uh, was the back, uh, background. Well, he didn't say because of that. He just said, no, we're not doing them. Or I asked King Scott, he goes, no, we're not doing them. Um, so that's usually a tell. If, if Riz doesn't want somebody that big and they have those allegations, but maybe because of Ari, nobody sued him, nobody's taken him to court, and nobody's come forward after he said, I didn't do anything. So... Uh, it's kind of a st- slicky, sticky slope, you know. Sticky slopes. It's a sticky slope. There's the title of the seven o'clock hour. Gage, you know, town that's already slope. taken care of. Uh, the good news is that your cramped bathroom stall of a podcast studio likely couldn't fit <laughs> guests, anyways. Rare W for HD two. Thanks. It comes from Dragon Slayer. Sent an unsolicited passive aggressive DM to our thirtieth person to cancel an interview last minute on. <laughs> wasn't a passive aggressive. I was just curious if he if he'd answer me why I wasn't coming. I'd say, "What happened to you, man?" <laughs> Guys, you ought to try to get Sinbad in instead. That's what <laughs> <Peg> Diaz. <laughs> How'd it feel to pitch with a lead like that? 
nice. <laughs> yeah. You maybe heard how many times you say the phrase reach out and he decided to cancel everything in St. Louis. That's from Herb's Hog. Kenny is the Energizer Bunny this morning. That's from Babe Truth. Uh, Brady Farkas from the Producers Podcast would have been able to get him in studio. Ken's losing his touch. Uh, Marsh, you were on Brady Farkas. <laughs> I absolutely was. Who is Brady Farkas? Just a uh, guy it? that uh, interviews producers. Really? Yeah. Yep. What's the market with that? Is there a, I don't know. I think that there is there's a there's a round one of uh, funding uh, currently because it's just really turned out a nice nice uh, PNL in 2022, and I think uh, they're going to raise about 10 million for uh, Brady's. Uh, this is the producers podcast with Brady Farkas. Hey, so, <laughs> is so that a Barrett thing? Check this yeah. out. So I'm I'm doing the fast lane or and whatnot and. I'm reading off this article about the A's fans doing a reverse boycott. Yes, the reverse boycott. The reverse boycott. And so the article that came up was from, I think, like SI.com. No. I, don't, I don't know what the website was. But I wanted to give credit to the person that ended up writing it. And when I scrolled through and you know I'm reading it or whatever, I just kind of glanced past the person that, that wrote it. But once I brought it up on air, I wanted to bring up, like I said, who wrote the Credit article. the source. Credit the source. I look at the name. Lo and behold, Brady Farkas. Brady Farkas is everywhere. Brady Farkas is hosting this producer's podcast, mm-hmm. and he's covering the Oakland A's. Brady's got a tough That's road hilarious. right now. <laughs> Uh, maybe KG should take over booking the comedians. Thanks. That's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. No, no, no. Yeah. I struck out on Ella Reese too. I was wondering if you were going to surprise uh, us, and when I say us, let's be honest, you, me, yeah. uh, with Ella Reese today. Are you familiar with Ella Reese, Marshy Marsh? I'm not sure. Well, be... I'm going to be really pleased to introduce <laughs> you to her. Yeah, send me, uh, uh, send me is, a picture. Yeah, she is, uh, from my standpoint, uh, one of the best in the business right now, although she's kind of gone into the heavy uh, lip filler mm. thing. Mm. Are you noticing that with your generation? Yeah. Absolutely. Even at, in years, what, 27? 27, yeah. 27, and yep. they're already doing it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jam. I don't know if they're doing, like, the actual, like, shots. Maybe they are. I, yes, honestly, I, are. I have no idea, but I have seen a difference in some people. It's just, it's. I, I guess it started within the last five years. I will say some look better. Like, aggressively. Be- some look more. better than others, right. for sure. Ah. Well, you look that up, I'll give you three porn star updates from last Bizarre. night. Bizarre. <laughs> Uh, I, I hit that too early. Just, actually, it was like, like it was almost like foreshadowing. That was Stedman esque. I felt it's like Iggy went there, but oh, you were already wow. there before he went there. <laughs> you haven't uh, even shown me the photo yet. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking I'm from trying afar. to. <laughs> I'm trying to give you. Whoa. There you go. Okay, here we go. Let's look at that real yeah, quick. See what's doing. What do you think? Uh-huh. Well, she is sitting pretty, <laughs> for sure. And I thought KG, but KG in O-Town, what's going on with, uh, she just doesn't get back? Yeah, radio silence. Yeah, she uh, she wakes up late in the day, so to speak. She's very mm-hmm. active on Instagram. But she not is. A, but how many oh. followers does she have? Uh, or your, your follower judge? 159,000. No, because if you have too many, you're not checking your DMs. Yeah, and it doesn't say oh, yeah, she has like seen the message. Your stag star. Oh, it does? No, it does not say that she has seen it. Yeah, that's my girl, Ella Reese. Wow. Yeah, a lot of these porn yeah. stars that have... Well over 150,000. They're just oh not. god, what just happened? Did eh, the assassin enter? Yeah, eh, the learn. The light thing we probably need to learn cut out. out. No, it's yeah, just why it's do not. We... It won't hang anywhere. That but I mean, that's it's folded in the middle. I know. Well, that's when we put it in the uh, cart. <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding. Was... Last year, we had <laughs> to fold it to get it in there. Sorry, learn for this, but yeah, yesterday it was like before I was leaving, or the sound story was here. Having her there was super weird. That cut out. <laughs> <laughs> John Eulett interviews somebody. But oh, somebody no, moved the trash can or something, and it looked like Learn was, like, standing over the their trash can puking pretty much because, like, it was the cut out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was awkward. Uh, we so do need to find a place to hang The in. three porn star updates quickly. Mm, yeah. It's just, this uh, is just this is You can use this on the fast lane. Yeah, I mean, there were oh, three okay. of them that were I was intertwining with kind of yesterday. Um, intertwining with. Lexi Bell was in Chicago at the... Uh, You're a big fan of hers. Yeah, she. I think she moved to Colorado. She used to live in Chicago, and she dated a guy from St. Louis. Went to Cardinal games, Marsh. Yeah, she was really? always in town yeah. for stuff. Um, but she was at the Cubs game yesterday. I found that out because Dan... I just Earlier that I saw PGA Pro Dan posted a picture for his birthday. Him and his wife went up to Chicago. They were at the Wrigley game, at the Cubs game. But how did that tie into Lexi Bell? Because Let's then I saw Lexi him. Bell like 20 minutes later. I saw her Instagram when she was at Wrigley Field. She was in Chicago. 
Uh, so she was there. Calling the nation all day. Uh, Bella Danger was all over last night. I guess they oh. had the Brazzers, uh, Brazzers Awards, and she won a bunch of awards last oh, night. Congratulations to Bella. And uh, then I DM Dillian Harper to see if she wanted to go to the cure with me. Jesus. <laughs> I won't hear any back from that, but... Well, you got to shoot to score. You can't put yeah. a puck on net and score, Marsh, unless you have the balls to fire that puck on net. 100%. Yeah. And you had the balls to do it. Yeah, she would have to fly in from Stewart, Florida to St. Louis, and then we're going to take an Amtrak up to Chicago. I'm sure she'd be happy to that. Take an Amtrak. <laughs> I want to take a train. I've never could taken a train. she just meet you? Like, she could fly well, she could, of... yeah. That's fine. But I've never... Yeah, but she can she can drive from Stewart to, to Palm Beach. I'm sure there's multiple options of direct flights, and she yeah. can just meet you at... Uh... Well, she won't get back to me, but that would be an option. But, yeah, I checked out. Uh, it's only $55 one person round trip to Chicago. Uh, and you get there about the same time as a, a car. I think it's a five-hour train ride. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Marsh, that lit is fire. I'm a Titleist guy. Tim and Plowsy, way to represent it. You tell your Titleist, too. Uh, nice to see Ken has his porn convention hat on, though. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good, boys. That's from Mr. 63011. Is that your? Oh, that's the hat you wore mm. to the uh, at the porn convention, yeah. And it's the American Junior Golf Association hat. <laughs> yeah. Just, just Where so is there perfect. a porn convention at? Well, there. there's a lot of them. This is in Las Vegas. Uh, there's one in Miami. I think there might be one like in Jersey. There's Chicago this weekend that the Exotica that uh, maybe Lisa Ann's going to. Lisa Ann's going. Oh, Lisa Ann's going to it. Yeah, I don't think she goes to any of these anymore because she doesn't do anything other than only. But she just fans. said she's going to it. No, Dillian. Oh, Dillian. I don't think she went to the AVNs last year because she's not. She's only doing OnlyFans. You're not doing any, you know, companies anymore. Not promoting anything. But yeah, Dylan or uh, Lisa will be in Chicago for Exotica. All right, there it is. How do you uh, like have a not have a conversation with a porn star? But like when you go to these conventions, like do you go up to him and say, "Hey, I've seen oh, your yeah, work. You like, great job." You, you know, are you like Cardinal fans? Do you get upset when you know maybe they're not performing <laughs> at the expectations <laughs> that you think they so, should? So, like, you hold them accountable. You hold them accountable. Bad anal scene back in yeah. January. Well, I think we have some Biff uh, clips. You can see what you can hear what Biff asked. Yeah, plow uh, Yeah. Um, I, I, there's a lot. No, there's just a lot. Of what is it? Bi- what? Well, we have a caller into the program. Biff, you might hear from yeah. him. Uh, his name is oh. Biff. Not B-Fib? No, not B-Fib. <laughs> ha. Uh, although he does live right across from the ballpark in gotcha. uh, one of those apartment buildings, Marsh. Mm. And uh, and he has uh, guests uh, from Hot Shots and Hooters and Twin Peaks come by regularly. Mm. But he went to the AVNs with Iggy. They did some wonderful interviews. Uh, Plowhawk, you don't happen to have a sampling. I, 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 yeah. Could you think of a way to use the gummy candy in a sex scene, like gummy worms or licorice? <laughs> He's into, I think his kink is food. And, okay. hey, you know, we don't kink shame on this show. No, it's one we of our, don't. It's, it's one of our tenets. What else do we have? Uh, this is always how he ends his interview, typically with. So out in uh, Oklahoma, do they uh, they have some good fries out there, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about. Let us know if you want to use that for the fastly. <laughs> it's a I mean, hell of a drop. I don't. I, I can't. I don't have the other ones like his actual full-length interviews open, um, just because they are like 20 minutes in length, and typically I usually don't play them full. Yeah, one thing you'll find about Biff is he, even when he comes on the show, he doesn't know when you say, "Okay, we got to go." That means goodbye. Yeah. Tim will say, "Okay, Biff, we got to go." Oh, wait, I got five more. Yeah, he's got a. He has. He often does. Yeah. Uh, lists. Uh, you can text in as many are already doing this morning, and it's wonderful to see on a Friday. 314-881-TMA5. That is the EDF Group text inbox, and you can email in for our Design Air heating and cooling email today. Design Air is online at designairservice.com. The great Seth Goldcamp will take wonderful care of you. Iggy, we went from having... I don't even know how to describe it. It was like Southern California weather for about a week and a half to now, uh, you know, it's it's relatively okay from a temperature standpoint. Just a, just a lot of clouds in the forecast over the next week. Yeah, it's the next week the is, you know, kind of like fall. I call it fall spring. Fall spring. It's fall spring. Because it's kind of like uh, uh, high 40s for low and then high 50s for a high. Not really spring weather because it's going to be cloudy. So it's kind of, but that's about a week. Uh, all next week's going to be... Get up in the morning, it's going to be in the 40s and 50s and low 60s throughout the week. But then we get into this. It's going to be like 70, I think, for a Fan Page Club Championship. Yeah, if you haven't paid for that Jerry Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, call the uh, Gateway Pro Shop. Uh, Sean Barnes said about half paid 
when they were supposed to on Tuesday. So if you haven't paid, uh, make sure you call the Gateway Pro Shop. But while the temperatures are calm, because you know it's going to get hotter than hell within the first couple of weeks of May, it's just the way that it works. Go to designairservice.com and get your air conditioning checked up for... 2023 and get it tuned up with Seth and his staff, designairservice.com. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast online at designairservice.com. Ryan Kelly has been the title sponsor of this program going back a decade, and we are grateful for the support of Ryan and his team at thehomeloanexpert.com. People might not be aware of this, but credit card rates are at a point that they are higher than any time in the past three decades. If you have credit card debt, use the equity you have in your home to refi and then take care of that credit card debt and work with the home loan expert to do so. Credit card debt refinancing, the average credit card debt interest rate is over 24%, the highest it's been in more than 30 years. And with inflation, people are carrying more debt than ever. Put your equity in your home to work with you for a simple cash out refinance. The average home loan expert client receives over $54,000 cash out on their refinance. Work with Ryan Kelly. He's online at the Home Loan Expert. Com. And the EDF group, the sponsor of the text inbox, that's Engineer Design Facilities, heretofore known as the EDF group. The most experienced data center and critical facility service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF group difference and learn more about the edfgroup.com, that text number 314-881-TMA5. You're welcome to call in 636-900-4TMA. And, of course, email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. They are very active in this text inbox this morning. Uh, how disappointed will Dillion be when Ken hands her a knapsack with a can of beans and breaks the news that they're going to have to chase down the freight train if she wants to make it to the concert on time? That's from Arbor Day. Amtrak, I know. But if I could get a freight train like a hobo that I know is going to Chicago, I'd jump on it. Wow. <laughs> you imagine how uncomfortable that would be? Yeah. What do you care? At least I could smoke. Uh, Mr. Licks, <laughs> not happy with the fan page. Genuine question, why does the fan page trend older? Gets kind of old going to the fan page and hearing boomers complain about stupid crap or post the same cheap bourbon they drink every night. Thanks. That's from Mr. Licks. Uh, and Babe Truth asks, can you ask Plowsy how much fire he sparked up yesterday, Plowhawk, for 20? It, probably just standard. I mean, you... Standard issued. Uh, I mean, no need to overdo it, you know. I typically, uh, you know, I'm feeling it mostly every minute of every day. So now, why is that a big thing it? for you and the 420 people? Because you do it every day anyway. I think yeah. the guys like the Plowhawker who are true to the game day in, day out probably don't think it's that big of a yeah. deal. You think that it's overrated? Some people find, like, New, 420 New, overrated? Well, yeah, I mean, or New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, it could be an overrated holiday. I would say it's the, certainly uh, in the New Year's group. Eve realm where if you do have something set up with a group of friends, it can be fun, but there's yeah. no need to stay up late, you know. There's no need to overdo it just because it's sure. a specific day. So. No, like, oh, it's 420 on 420. No. <laughs> spark up. I, I dominated some Mexican food. It might have been the what best that, Mexican What would you have? I, it's a place I live right by, but never... Pueblo Solis? Oh, you have Pueblo Solis. It's right by where I grew up. <sighs> it's unbelievable. On Hampton. It's be- it was beautiful. Oh, the it's phenomenal. Were great. Man, now that you bring that up, I might have to go there this weekend. The chips were fresh and like three different salsas. Pueblo you know Solis, it's great. baby. Yeah. It is strong. They had multiple strong. salsas. Yeah, three different kinds of salsas. Uh, so so that, I think it's like Hampton and uh, Dolores, yep. if memory serves. Yeah, Other than tacos, I've never gotten into Mexican food. I just don't eat it. Is that right? Bro? I never get in the mood yeah. for it, but it's always good when I have it. It's a weird... It's not like I'm like, oh, man, I need an enchilada. But like when right. I go and get one, I'm like, oh, man, that was man, amazing. That was a great. Uh, Mr. Licks brought up the fan meal. page. We had we have great material from the fan page this morning. Really? Yeah, awesome. for real. I know you can't see it, um, but uh, KG and O-Town, you cut the audio. Now, I don't know if this was posted by somebody who was in attendance or if it's just making its way around the Internet. Do you know what this is? I saw this, Brad Packer. Right, but I don't know if he was the person who was the guest or if he just posted it and it's making its way around the internets. I don't know. 
Anybody, KG in O-Town, do you know on that? I'm not sure. I saw the same thing you did, but I don't know if that was firsthand or just something that uh, was It looked like firsthand video. But okay. again, it's easy just to copy and So, uh, Eli Drinkwitz, the Plowhawks' current avatar on uh, Twitter, following uh, the, the landmark win over Arkansas, um, spoke last night, I guess, I don't know, spoke recently at Greenbrier Country Club, and... Uh, Brad Packer, as the Plowhawk just said, uh, posted this video, and I don't know if he was in attendance or if, uh, wow, he just texted me. He said, I was a guest there. Wow, this Brad Packer. Love Brad Packer. Love Brad the Packer boys. Uh, yeah, Danny Packer and Brad Packer. Right. And uh, he, Eli Drinkwitz was asked about the quarterback situation for the upcoming season. And uh, here is the audio uh, directly from, we credit we credit our sources, just like you tried to do yes, we with do. Brady Farkas. Absolutely. Our source is Brad Packer at Greenbrier Country Club. He's as tough as it gets. Okay, but we all got to be better, right? Just like, just like I got to be a better coach, he's got to continue to be a better quarterback. And the only way to do that is to create competition. The cream always rises to the top, all right? And so we've asked him to improve in a couple of key areas. And if he'll do that, guess what? He'll be our starting quarterback, okay? If he doesn't, then he opens the door for Jake Garcia or Sam Bourne to come in and compete for that job. And at the end of the day, we're all looking for a few more wins, right? And if that if that's the difference in having a different quarterback, then that's what we got to do. All right. But I'm very excited. We we since I've been here, this is the most talented we've been and the deepest we've been in the quarterback room. All three of those guys have a future in the game of football at quarterback outside of uh, of college. I mean, with the XFL and, and USFL crud, some of y'all could play for him. <laughs> he used to attack the XFL. He couldn't coach that. <laughs> Is that a crap sandwich? He just attacked the XFL. So, but we are talented in that position. And I am excited about this competition. Some people think that's uncertainty. No, we know what we got. We're looking to see can we get a little bit better? And can we push a little bit farther? Can we create that competition amongst our team and say, hey, man, everybody's got to improve for us this year because we got something to prove. There it is, uh, courtesy of Brad Packer. That's Ugh. Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz, Plowhawk. I know you're bullish on the team and the quarterback situation. Uh, Marsh, I know you're an XFL guy. Uh, Plowhawk, you get uh, the floor first. Look, I don't, I don't like his personality. Didn't from day one. He's one of the best salesmen, though, I've ever seen from afar. This dude somehow landed an SEC gig and somehow got an extension and just barely surviving in what is a deep high school. I mean, there's a bunch of four- and five-star to recruit out here in St. Louis. He can't seem to do it. And then he takes a shot at the XFL. In four or five years, when he's, like, drowning at, like, an offensive coordinator at, like, a Louisiana Tech, he's going to need these USFL and XFL league to save his career. Um, so, sadly, this is just what Mizzou's going to have to deal with this year. Six wins, he's fired, and y'all can regroup with a an actual head coach wow there it is plowhawk very direct on the analysis that gotta be it was that a quarterback club thing or is that greenbrier paid him to come in and speak i don't know what that was i, I think know. it was a mizzou athletics club dinner mm. okay because normally they pick a restaurant or something that'll pay to bring them in i'm not sure greenbrier would say yeah we'll pay to bring him in uh, let's see. Uh, cream rises to the top wasn't that a dan marshall line from that press conference that's from conclusion <laughs> The stripper. How many times did he say the word right? Yeah. Uh, that's from TJ. I'm sorry. Drink is comparable to Denzel Washington in Remember the Titans. Yeah, I've heard that analogy many a time. Uh, you're a, you're a Battlehawks guy. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what'd you think of the, uh, the uh, I'm audience? I'm on the same line of thinking as the Plowboy right here. I don't, I don't like the slander of the XFL, especially when Mizzou is no <laughs> great program, football-wise, that is. I, I don't know. I, I've watched some of their games last year. They're not really all that impressive. And, you know, I think it would be fun to see them do well in the SEC. Maybe they – I mean, they, they did give Georgia, you know, a the scare last game. year. That's right. That's right. But maybe it's 100%. an inconsistent thing, and maybe that starts at the top. I don't know. Didn't he kind of trash his own quarterbacks then by saying that? Yeah, he did. He actually. said, yeah, I mean, yeah. these guys are going to play after college, XFL, U.S. US uh, whatever it is. USFL. Yes. By the way, said, yeah, that, that you guys could play for that. So you're basically saying your quarterbacks are no better than these guys sitting out here in the audience. So it sounds like from that, uh, outside of uh, XFL uh, critiquing, 
uh, that uh, Brady Cook is the guy if he is healthy. As he should be. And I don't understand why he kind of – he wasn't putting the blame on Brady Cook, but he was putting a lot of, well, he'll be the starter if he does this, this, and this. Look at the stats from the three games Drinkowitz did not call plays. Brady Cook was a top three SEC quarterback, was running for 130, 140 yards a game. I think he had 11 or 12 touchdowns, no picks in those three-game stretches. And I do believe all three were wins. So my whole point is then Drinkowitz takes over the play calls again, and he is dreadful. He's miserable. He looks lost. He's doing Sammy Checkdown like Sam Bradford made a career out of. I do not understand why it's anybody else's fault but Eli Drinkwood. That dude, Brady Cook, not only helped you get to a bowl, which is the only thing you really care about. I mean, he he's salvaging your coaching career right now, and I and he played injured. I, I so confused why Brady Cook had to continue to work hard for a guy who's thrown two passes and a guy who's on his what third program in three years. Larry Thornton, who is a big Missouri fan, uh, says the following. Drink is all bark, no bite. He says whatever people want to hear. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, he brings nothing to the table. Wow, that's coming from Larry Thornton. I'd be curious, Larry, if uh, if you felt that way from the get-go or if something has happened in his tenure that that made you feel that way. Uh, To Plowsy's point, this is one of the best high school recruiting classes to come out of Missouri. Ever. And Drinkwitz didn't get anybody the cream rises to drink's belly. That's from Babe Truth. Wait, That's where it starts. Really? You didn't they, get anybody? They have two five stars and I think four or five four stars and a ton of really good three stars in this area. This year was the year for Drink to solidify his recruiting prowess. He had one but then decommitted and went to Oregon, I think, last week. But I'm not saying you're going to get those five stars. I mean, go to your USC's, Alabama's floor. I get that, but... If you don't get any of them in-state, man, I don't care how good of a recruiter you are. You can't do anything with your local fan base. Did he get any top players out of the portal? I mean, Jake Garcia was a really good player, or at least highly touted in the portal, but um, I'm not sure. They lost one. I mean, that's how teams are building their clubs nowadays. Is Drink Awitz the Ali Marmol of the SEC? That's from Woof Boy. Yes. Is, oh, uh, KG and O-Town. Really that was real quick. KG and O-Town. I'm not a fan. I'm on. I'm in Plowsy's camp on this one. In personality, I don't mind being like the the rah rah guy, but he doesn't seem like a guy that's gonna fall on any kind of sword for his players. Uh, it, it it always seems like it's someone else. It's something else going on. He always has a reason to where it's gonna be next year. It's gonna be next year. I just don't like his personality. He doesn't man up to anything. He just kind of like Larry said it perfect. He says exactly what people and fans want to hear, even though it's not true. Are we all in agreement that if he wins six games, he's fired? If he does not win six if games. He, if he just wins six or less, is he fired? I don't know on the six. If he wins five or less, I would say that he would most likely be let go. Yes. Yeah. It's an eight or nine win schedule in terms of where the teams are that they're playing. At you see it as an eight or nine? Really? Is that right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think they still have, but, you know, some guaranteed losses. Do you think but, his success – relies on how much success Luther Burden has because he is such a highly touted player that if he doesn't progress and make strides towards being an NFL player and be the player that people thought he was going to be coming into college like I feel like drink success hinges upon what he does this upcoming year. Certainly, but then that ties into an offensive line that, you know, had its issues and mm-hmm. then certainly the quarterback position. They're all intertwined. And I mean, imagine it, him leaving, though. That Yeah, that would get things really uh, yeah. going. Uh, South Dakota, Middle Tennessee, Memphis, and Vanderbilt start the season with K-State in the middle of those four mm-hmm. in mid-September. So you should exit September at a minimum, four and one, and there's a chance that they would be five and zero. Oh. I'd probably put that chance in the thirty percent range, um, because you'd have to check all the boxes against the games you expect they would win, and then beat Kansas State. But Missouri will be favored in four of the five for certain. K State here. K State's in Columbia. They yeah. played them in Manhattan last year, and then you have <laughs> at home against Brian Kelly. Uh, in his dialect in LSU, you have uh, Kentucky in Lexington at home against the Gamecocks, and then at Athens at home against Tennessee, at home against the Gators, and then at Fayetteville to finish it off. So 
the September is certainly much more kind than it was the previous year. Yeah, I think I mean the first five games, I suppose I should should say, because he had a trip to Manhattan, and Georgia was uh, early on in the season. And plus, when you looked at the schedule when it came out a couple of years ago, you got God at Auburn against Florida, at home against Georgia, and then as it turned out, Florida wasn't very good, and Auburn was bad. Uh, so those became much more winnable, and uh, and they sure as hell gave Georgia one of their biggest scares, if not their biggest scare of the year. And I don't know what, you know, every SEC quarterback situation. You're talking in, you know, Kentucky without Levis and Florida without Richardson. Obviously, they're probably a five-star on both teams that are going to replace them. But, I mean, there's eight wins for sure. I mean, you're going to lose to Georgia, Tennessee, more than likely Arkansas. I mean, I think they start 5-0. and um, But, yeah, that, that stretch in October is, or November is a challenge. I've heard this Jake Garcia. Is that, is that his name, Jake Garcia? Yes. The, he's a... He's a pretty good ball player. One of my good friends is a Miami Hurricanes fan, and he's been kind of hyping this dude up. Oh, is that right? Yeah. He said he'll be the starting quarterback at wow. the end of the year. How about that? So, well, then that if that I happens, don't know if that's it, going to happen. If that happens, then that would indicate either Cook just isn't healthy or gets hurt mm-hmm. uh, or that he would lose the job because in that soundbite, uh, Eli Drinkwitz is – you know, clear that uh, that is assuming that he does his job, he's going to be the starter. Uh, Larry Thornton has uh, replied to my query, and he uses his real name, and I know him, and that is why I uh, read his text, and I know he's a big Missouri guy. I loved him coming in. I loved the bravado, but hoped it was backed up with substance. He came in like he was going to throw it all around and light up the scoreboard. Instead, they throw two-yard outs and smoke cigars when they get to six and six. (laughs) I'm tired of it. Mm. That's from... Larry Thornton. You can text in 314-881-TMA5. You are also welcome to call in 636-900-4TMA and, of course, email in the morning after at insidestl.com. Brad Packer, who was in attendance, and that was his video, just texted me, Dickie Nutt spoke before drink and absolutely brought the house down. That's uh, Dickie Nutt, who is one of Dennis Gates' assistants. He said, so funny and upbeat, everybody was talking about Dickie Nutt after the event was over. Mm-hmm. I think Drink was self-conscious following Nutt. I also think, I also Drink said they are moving Luther to the slot this season to get more touches. Oh, that is from Brad Packer. How about Dickie Nutt outshining the head coach? That's a hell of a name. Dickie Nutt, ha- brother of Houston Nutt. When I was uh, having a glorious television career in Little Rock, Arkansas, Marshy Marsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston Nutt was the head coach of the Razorbacks in yeah. Fayetteville. And on the eastern side of the state, Dickie Nutt was the head coach of the Arkansas State Club. And I think they've since changed their name. Somebody Dickie will have to uh, tell me on that. Iggy, have you ever seen him at the porn convention? <laughs> uh, I do believe there is a nut. Is there? Well, it would only, it would only stand to reason. There's a lot of Dickies. Uh, isn't Missouri on the final list for another five-star wide receiver transfer? That's from Sonia Sonia, Plowhawk, you're monitoring the recruiting like the colonel, I feel like. I have no – I just have absolutely no clue about that. But I, I do know they had a lot of great seniors and juniors coming in next year as seniors um, in the high school realm. Dickie Nutt was the head coach here at SEMO. Great friend of my family. Not a better speaker around. Great man, too. That's from Flocky the Smurf. Imagine, you know, that probably happened to Alabama when Saban speaks – you know, the head baseball coach probably steals his thunder. Mm-hmm. That's what all the big, you know, the big-time SEC coaches have to deal with. So the Aflac star? <laughs> he is. Yeah, him and yeah. uh, Coach Prime wow, that's yeah. so weird. are in there as well. What do you well. think about Coach Prime? How do you think Colorado's going to do this year? Well, I noticed that on my ESPN app they have their spring game in there, and I don't think they probably did last year. <laughs> so at the very least, they're getting attention. Yeah. I'm anxious to see it. I haven't monitored Colorado football in years, so I'm anxious to see how it translates. Have you seen his show on on Amazon? Mm-mm. You should watch it. Oh, is that right? It's, it's pretty good. It's like, all that that video that he's always got people shooting. So yeah, it's real. Oh, yeah. It was uh, basically like a little documentary series with uh, him at JSU, and then towards the end of it, his transition to Colorado, and just some of the 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 way he goes about things kind of fires you up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's certainly so far worked. I'm anxious to see how it works Mm -hmm. when he gets to the Pac-12. I sent this earlier. Five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo from SLU is visiting Missouri, but sure he can't recruit St. Louis. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. Wait, 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 wait. 
And that guy defending drinks? Recruiting? Uh, I can't speak for Kevin's brother, he brought, He's lost seven yeah. in the top 150 this year. So you talking to a guy who's probably going to go to Oklahoma or Florida State, That is so you're getting him in the living room? It's like Mosaic. It's like finishing third in a Bryce Harper. Whoa, you know we offered him $50 million. Kevin's brother jacked him <laughs> off the like, Yeah, uh, what did that matter? Six three six nine zero zero four TMA. Drink is Jackie Moon from Semi Pro. He is all empty <laughs> words and promotions to hide behind his bad coaching. I think last summer he was giving out free gas and started pouring it on himself and dancing around. That's from caller Buzz. Mm-hmm. Guys, if we get Wingo, Ali will Venmo Kevin's brother Jack Demoff twenty dollars. All right, Babe Truth is just offering nice. money out. So there you go. Um, on this program, we welcome you to get a sound story for Mother's Day. You will hear uh, Joe Buck uh, talking about sound story here on a variety of Hubbard radio stations starting next week. And you can book yours before uh, the people start booking theirs for Mother's Day. One of the things that me and my brothers and sister did a couple of years ago is we came in and told stories of our childhood and expressed our gratitude to my parents for uh, raising us and everything that they have sacrificed and gave that to them as a gift, and that is something that I would recommend as a wonderful Mother's Day present. You can book it at mysoundstory.com. The promo code TMA will get you 15% off. That's promo code TMA, mysoundstory.com. You come in here yesterday. John Hewlett was uh, conducting one. I have a couple next week, and we welcome you to get the gift certificate real easy. You'll be done shopping for Mother's Day in about two minutes at mysoundstory.com. Enter the promo code TMA, or uh, you can schedule it and come in with your siblings or just come in by yourself and present this to mom for Mother's Day. It's mysoundstory.com. It's so difficult to find a great gift that uh, conveys the gratitude and love you have for your mother. Um, But this is something that you know she will absolutely love and you will always, always have uh, and will mean the world to her. Mysoundstory.com, mysoundstory.com, promo code TMA. Uh, I am 100% positive Wingo is not going to Mizzou. I'm not lying. I know more than one source. That's from the 314. Uh, It's been known he is going to Tennessee for months. That's from St. Louis Lacrosse School. Somebody's texting in a St. Louis lacrosse school. Well, leave the SEC East and get... Oh, the hey, Darren, why don't you go back to Pueblo Solis and eat some chips and leave the football talk to the grown-ups? That's from Big Tuft. What are they defending? I said Drink can't recruit. He can't. Uh, maybe you can get him in the transfer portal, but, I mean, dudes are decommitting and going over there to the Pac-12 and are going to your rival in Tennessee. I, I, I don't know. Maybe... I mean, maybe tell me why I'm wrong. Drink you have the same take t- as a lot of people. Drinkwitz is terrible, man. He's a terrible coach. Terrible. Terrible. Um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, the, 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 I didn't know that the drink thing was going to get the whole thing. I just thought it was a, a fun little soundbite. But who, <laughs> little who side thought, story. Who, who would have thought here? Yeah. In mid-April, that uh, Eli Drinkwitz would be getting the response that it is here. Do you, how, how often do you guys talk Missouri football? And I felt like I oh, wow. Probably not often, Never. right? Right. Yeah. Never do. Yeah. I mean, what's there to talk about? So that's nice. that's one of the things that, you know, if you're in a city without an NFL team mm-hmm. and you are the only, and you're in the SEC too, and you haven't been able to corner the market and also I'll use the market the noun and then also market the verb, market the product yeah. into the, you know, what is a larger city than Kansas City, at least, you know, for now, uh, that has not only the Super Bowl champions, but a couple of personalities who certainly drive attention. So you're in competition with them, plus K-State isn't far away from Kansas City, and Lawrence is super close. I would think they would be all over it, but they just that's just not the way that, that they have done it. And, you know, I'm at this point used to it, even though I am a mm-hmm. huge Missouri fan. But I was on the receiving end of a lot of Missouri fans' uh, hate when Drinkwitz was hired, uh, and I said, I hope it works. I just don't necessarily get get a good feel for him. Um, but I've been wrong on plenty of things before. I happen to, at least in the early going, it looks like, be right on my read on Dennis Gates. And it's not that he necessarily can't coach, because what can I can speak to to his coaching? It's the personality. Yeah. The personality struck me as being overly salesy, a politician, and that's what had people excited. And, and, and I think that LSU win in his first year, which 
at the time looked a lot better than it than it was. That wasn't the Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase LSU. Right. You know, that was the we got guys not playing because of COVID LSU. Have you, have you seen progress, though? Like with Dennis Gates, you immediately saw progress with that program. You did, even in games that I thought they were going to lose. One that stands out to me, super obscure. you got to be really into Missouri basketball to be even uh, able to recall their game at Wichita State. But they were able to handle that d- uh, mm-hmm. deficit on the road with composure and run a couple of plays out of timeout that they executed and come back. But even if they lost that game, and go, oh, that, that's nice to see because it yeah, wasn't going on like, with Conzo Martin. For sure. So can see it. I am. I now. I've gone from being again, and this is like the hardcore Missouri fan base portion, because I was, I guess, the wet blanket for their love for Eli Drinkwitz. But Gabe Diarman and I have talked about this. The, that hardcore wing also was really excited about Conzo Martin initially, right? And then they turned on Conzo Martin very quickly. And now I guess that might be where where Drinkwitz is. But again, I think they should start off at worst four and one. The test will be what takes place. But so, therefore, I'm in a weird spot now that I think I'm higher on him than the people who were hating on me because I wasn't high on him when he first came out and the LSU thing that I think combined to lead to a lot of optimism that didn't really have a whole lot of substance behind it. Um, Dennis Gates, I think, was the byproduct of people being just unfamiliar with the Cleveland State coach, which mm-hmm. I absolutely was. Right. But I thought his press conference had traits of um, sincerity. I wouldn't say it was to the level of when Gary Pinkle was hired. The thing that I liked about Pinkle, and I don't know if you'll see a Gary Pinkle anymore. I don't know if those days are possible to see that anymore. But Gary Pinkle was so broken up about leaving Toledo. Leaving Toledo. Yeah. Um, where he's usually, I would think at this point, coaches are going to leave schools like Toledo within a year or two. And it, it killed him to leave Toledo. And I thought, God, that's a guy who has some real character and care. And he would always talk about program. He didn't talk about team. He used the word program. Well, program to me conveys, I know it's going to take time. For sure. But a program requires foundation. Mm-hmm. A program is not built with cutesy appearances. Right. A program is built over time. And I loved when... Uh, he chided some people. I think it was one person asked him a question about a moral victory by not getting blown off the field by Vince Young in Texas. And he goes, hey, we're not here to have moral victories. That's not what this is about. Right. I just don't think, and I realize they're different personalities, but I don't think Gary Pinkle would have been jumping around hugging people like Jim Valvano and smoking a cigar and, and you know posing with a cigar following a win that would have gotten him to six and six. Now, again, I'm, I'm comparing two extreme personalities, and Pinkle is an extreme contradiction. It's really not fair to hold anybody to that because he did things in Columbia that haven't been done in you know most people's lifetime. But um, what disappoints me, I think, is that expectations aren't set higher. In order to achieve greatness, you have to visualize that greatness is realistic. And I feel like oftentimes some Missouri football fans settle and will take whatever crap is peddled their way. And I felt like Drinkwitz may have been peddling crap and there wasn't a whole lot of substance behind it. That didn't mean I didn't want him to be successful. I'm a Missouri fan. Of course I want him to be successful. But when I'm on the air saying this stuff and then it goes against what the hardcore Missouri fans are saying or seeing in their respective bubbles, then I became the bad guy. Um, But... You know, he's he's got a full year here to see what he can do. And if he can get seven wins on that schedule, I would imagine they would they would keep him around. And uh, and I certainly would like to see that because when you start from scratch again and you're doing it in the SEC and you're not Alabama yeah. or, you know, whoever at the moment, and it's Georgia, uh, but Georgia was down at a time. People forget that. Georgia, you know, Georgia went between Herschel Walker and Stetson Bennett to get their national championship. So it doesn't just come around all the time. I wonder. I just wonder, like, how tough it is to maintain that culture, even start that culture and, you know, start up a program, like you said, from, from the ground up with NIL money, with the transfer portal. You look at Georgia. They've been successful, but that was before the NIL stuff started coming through. Like, they've been successful for, you know, since back when I was in college – when they lost Alabama in that overtime game, yeah. Tua was quarterback. So, like, they had that foundation, and now they've built upon that, and now they're having that success right now. I just feel like it's harder for these 
for these schools now because guys are just bouncing back and forth. That it, it's hard to have that yeah, consistent so every culture. year. It's, it's free agency for yeah. sure. But if your goal and you're one of those premier players is to play is in to the keep NFL, those players. then you have to go somewhere where you're going to play for sure. Um, and therefore, it is is free agency, and so. It actually, I think, becomes more important with regards to the portal than the high school recruiting, as weird as it sounds, because mm-hmm. you could have a guy who's absolutely ridiculous, but a program like Missouri, and this isn't a shot at Missouri. Again, I keep saying it. It's so weird that I feel obligated to say it. I am a Missouri fan, can become like a triple-A team yeah. for the big league, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, take your pick of whatever program is is killing it at the moment. Uh, Tim, next year's schedule is uh, Darren is. Oh, okay. We had so many texts it fell down. Tim, next year's schedule has six and six written all over it. Then DRF, uh, Desiree Reed Francois, oh. will X drink and get her guy in book it. That's from the Pig Brown Lemming. Wow, that is a nice callback to the See, I love, De- I love Desiree. I, I love what she is doing. Like, look at how much she backs Gates. I don't think she. Is a fan of drinks, or I I I hope she's able to hire who she wants to hire at that position, especially in the SEC. Well, she absolutely she has credibility. She just was extended. Um, yeah, not she that, is again, amazing. There's extensions in college sports all the time, but um, yeah, she has equity, and she has equity with a fan base. And she's I think fantastic. that was a part of the fan base wasn't necessarily on board with her hire initially, and after seeing material changes, um, not just with the hiring of Gates, but I think with efforts. Uh, at Faroe Field, I think she has the equity that people would be on on board with whatever direction that she decides to go. Your thoughts are welcome, 314-881-TMA5. Uh, Iggy, you have uh, let people know, for those just joining us, that Jeremy Piven uh, has canceled his shows in St. Louis, and therefore he will not be in studio with us in this upcoming segment, as was initially the plan. Yeah, and I just saw on his, uh, well, it was yesterday, so it could have been yesterday morning, could have been yesterday afternoon, I don't know, but he actually went out of his way and Put on his uh, Instagram, uh, St. Louis, looking forward to seeing you this week, and it's been too long. Mm. So, so it's not something that just uh, been happening for three or four days. I may go, I may, as of yesterday, he was promoting the hell out of it. So I don't know. Hope all is well. Um, look, I don't think the chances are high that Wingo comes to Mizzou, but it's so asinine to claim Drink doesn't or can't recruit the region. He's literally only good at that one thing. And Marsh is 100% right on. NIL, the biggest cults of personality in college football history, cannot overcome a seven-figure check from an NIL collective to an 18-year-old kid. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. And then you go, well, who has the seven figures? And usually it's going to be those Blue Blood programs. Yeah. Plowhawk, that was directed, I guess. Uh, in... I, 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 okay, so I'm scrolling. Haven't found Missouri in the recruiting rankings yet, but I have found Duke, Vanderbilt, UCF, USF, Rutgers, Kansas, if I'm not mistaken. All are recruiting better than Missouri. Missouri is not in the top 50 in recruiting, so I have to actually hit Loeb Moore to find the recruiting. Uh, that's not a good sign. And there they are. Let's check out the recruiting. We have one guy from New England, uh, a two-star from Joplin, and a three-star from Washington, Missouri. That is the current 2024 class. Um, awesome. You know, you did get that one from New England. And it's all three-star from the area. I mean, it's it's. He's recruiting from the area. From the area, like okay, if you want to say that's from the area, yeah, then go to Festus High or whatever the hell people in Festus go to their high school. Like, if you we're talking like actual recruits that are on like an actual database in the top 150, top 200, and there've been since Drake has been here, 15, 20, 25 of those guys, and he grabbed Luther Burden. That's great, but I mean, overall, you're talking two, three percent. We got to uh, wrap up the uh, seven o'clock hour. It's presented by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. St. Louis and Alton Toyota dot com three one four two five two zero zero two nine is the secret number. It's Munganas. Work with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganas, and they have a great selection right now of pre-owned vehicles. So if you are looking for Munganas new car selection or pre-owned selection, just go online at St. Louis dot com or Alton Toyota dot com and work. With the best and the best is Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. And we also recommend that you work with Andrea's and get their barbecue sauce. Here it is. It's in the studio. Here, if you're watching on YouTube. So fire. So good. A couple hundred people are, but for you 200 who are, YouTube.com. Oh, so you've had it. 
No, I said it looks good. Oh, it is so good. We'll take that bottle home. You want me to take it home? Oh, hell yeah. You're going to love it. I mean, listen, they brought some in, and I'm just like, okay, it's great that they have a barbecue sauce. Yeah, this looks good. You know, Andrea usually is promoting their steakhouse. They have a Kentucky Derby party coming up on Derby Day. And of course, that steak sauce, which is phenomenal. But I tried the barbecue sauce because Max and Rebecca brought some in, and then my wife did. And we go, oh, my God, I don't know what they got in it, but it is so good. I look for, I just get, I have this boring chicken dinner probably three times, a, just shredded chicken from my good friends at Metabolic Meals. Been eating their uh, food since 2010. And I put a little of that uh, barbecue sauce on the side. It and what it does, I don't know what, it, yeah, it's so good. What, you do, know you think, what do you think is in there? I don't know. I don't want to ask. Secret I don't sauce. Wanna, I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, I put some in my chili last night. Oh, how'd it treat you? That's it was tremendous. Move. Just a little bit in there gives it a nice little flavor. I mean, I'd make pretty good chili anyway, but I said, I'm going to put some of that barbecue sauce in there. Interesting play. It was good. Interesting play. I'm always looking for new things to, I'm always, you know, dabbling in different. I'm going to try a little tarragon on this tonight, see what that. So I'm always tinkering with things, but yeah. I put some in last night. It was good. Andreas.com slash. Uh... Menu is where you can check out the menu for the steakhouse. Andreas.com is where you can get the barbecue sauce, the steak sauce, and it's also available at uh, Schnucks and Deerberg's. It is Andreas, a wonderful sponsor of TMA. Appliances Counters 8 o'clock hour is coming your way next. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Make Global Ultra Studios.